0: calling to let you know that Carolyn is a, a candidate for a cochlear implant. My
1: beautiful <laughs> It's Sunday, January 6th, 2019. I'm Andrea Schwabi and this is my beautiful sideboard, Caroline. Hello. Hello. We're calling this episode the Mirror Episode. So it's uh, it's been an uneven year, full of highs, and then the lows we don't really notice as much. But the, the lows are weird because the highs are so high that normal seems like a low. Yeah. So it's just, a
0: little confusing it's sometimes. A, it's a lot confusing <laughs> most of the time, actually.
1: Uh, so we're today we're really, I mean, the whole podcast is reflecting, but today we're really going to reflect on some of the things that are highs and lows. And we've touched on some of this before, but we're going to do a little bit deeper dive. Uh, and so one of the things, for example, is uh, the stupid question that we actually get every now and then, which is, is it really different?
0: it's uh, Which how... is a
1: really silly question.
0: It, it seems silly, but at the same time, I think.
1: I think I understand the impulse, like, yeah, like if you if it? you
0: don't spend as much time thinking about hearing as you and I do, mm-hmm. then you might forget that putting earplugs in your ear for one hour is about what people can tolerate, yeah, right as opposed to living your life with compromised sound and information right. and compromised communication,
1: so uh. In answer to the question, is life really different? That's what the, <laughs> that's what this mirror episode is really all about. So well, actually, let's start with the thing that we we started with. It was my thing initially, which was once you were activated, let's give it a year. Let's just not make any major plans or do anything too serious for a year because I had a sense that this was going to kind of rock our world. And last I, week you said.
0: I was like, it's coming up to a year and it barely we've barely put a dent in almost anything we need. Two years for sure. Right, we need two years, just like any major life change. For example, uh, you know, a job change, a death in the family, uh, or mourning, anyone
1: mourning in that sort of major trauma. Almost always, always seems co- to take a oh, couple of years.
0: Right, even a marriage, though, or or a divorce. Any of those things yeah. that are really major life changing, yeah. they it takes usually. Well, ever, for, it's two years.
1: Yeah, for everybody, it's you know. I mean, you're born, you don't really have much to say about that. But you go to school, you go away to school sometimes, you meet the love of your life, you get married, you get a job, life goes on. And you have sort of the, you buy a house, you have kids, you know, life goes on. And there's a certain order to things. Getting your hearing back is not part of the normal order of anything.
0: I I want to have a discussion with one of those lepers that was healed in the Bible. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like, like... I'm starting to think that not not many people in life have this type of of experience where truly, from I would say one day to the next,
1: yeah i what's amazing to me is is how uh so many cochlear implantees that we talk to and contact us and stuff it's great. The hearing is fantastic, but everybody has the struggle it's yeah. This is so different. this is really. Like, you're just astonished all the time.
0: And it, it changes your relationships. And I think that would be the the main difference. There, there's all sorts of differences. Well,
1: and one of the ways it changed our relationships is that because your brain is so actively listening and hearing, you're exhausted I all the nothing. time. got nothing. You got nothing. <laughs> I get a quality hour out of you at the end of the day.
0: If that. Yeah. That's honestly. So I go, you know, I get up early. I'm up at 4.00. I'm at work at 6 and I start my day. I'm talking to people all day long in a restaurant uh situation. So there's there's background noise and and all kinds of stuff going on acoustically that my brain needs to um well, and you're a server, translate. so there's
1: kitchen noise and dishwashers and frying and boiling and cooking and Shouting chefs who get stressed out about we don't have stuff those. To- <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's exactly right. And then, so so the, you the, get home. I was just going to say the trouble is that when I get home,
1: <laughs> you're just. Bah.
0: I have this voracious appetite for podcasts. Yeah. Um, early on, it was mostly music that I was addicted to, and now I want. I want information. I want to. I want to learn stuff, and so well, I've you're, got-
1: you're an oral learner, and that's that's sort of one of the cruel ironies in this. On reflection. Is that you're an um, you have an amazing hearing memory you have an amazing oral memory truly and you were cut off you know you're you're an oral learner the the primary method of learning that you work well with is the one that was cut off it's right just, so, so watching you now is nuts because you just eat up everything <laughs> so
0: i get home and i'm gonna want to listen to three or four podcasts uh while i'm maybe doing some housework or preparing dinner you come home we have a meal together and then that's it and like i sort of gassed. i'm yeah. usually gassed so we might watch an hour of tv and then that's that's all i can manage i'm my eyes are already drooping after that loves but at dinner so it, i am hard pressed to stay up past
1: 8.30, that's thirty—that's—that's late for me. Well, and there's a good reason for that, and you can look at it on your stats. So when we go to appointments uh, with the audiologist, Shasha, what happens is she'll uh, load up Mo and take a look at the most recent stats, how battery life is doing, internal health, blah, blah, blah. And one of the things she'll do is take a look at how many hours Caroline is on the air every day, so how many hours you're actively listening. A week after activation, it was 16 hours. Now you're up to 16 and a half. For most people, it's 9 to 12 max because they get exhausted. and They take it off and they need a break. And you just never take a break. You sleep with them on.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, nap. I'll nap with Mo on. I take Mo off overnight, of course, because uh, the skin kind of needs a little bit of time to regenerate and heal and, well, and all of that. Well, it's getting all day. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I don't understand. No, it, I was <laughs> about to know, I, say. You're about
1: to say. I don't understand why anyone would ever take their processor off.
0: But actually, I do understand that. I just choose not to.
1: <laughs> you just hate not hearing. You love hearing. I, I feel mean, you, very
0: uncomfortable, even that ten minutes after you know taking a shower when I'm before I've dried my hair and I'm. Well, just, that's.
1: It's one of the biggest changes I've seen this year. Is your self image is different enough that your clothing is a little different. Your attitudes are different. I'm out of a job in terms of being your supplemental hearing, so I'm figuring out what to do. But it's it is so strange to sort of watch you just plow through all that.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know any other way. And well, and I'm not apologizing for that. It's just sort of that's, every, it seems very natural to me. It everyone's seems,
1: experience is is different. Right. So I, I mean, I, we I, know people who have been who have cochlear implants for thirty years who still take it off for a couple hours a day for right, a break.
0: Right. I, I have a confession to make. Yeah. On the twenty-seventh of December, I made like a really big mistake. Actually, I made the mistake before the twenty-seventh. On Christmas Day, it was battery change day. And so I So every changed- two every
1: two days you have to change your batteries. Right, right. So I
0: changed my batteries and we were in a bit of a hurry to get out of the door to get to Sonia's place for Christmas dinner. So I I knew I used my last two batteries, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll replace those when we get home. And, of course, I didn't. I forgot. Normally, I would have spare batteries everywhere, and for some reason, I think I had rotated them. And I ended up at work with, like, possibly a couple hours of juice left on my processor. And then you called. I... Was and you were freaking mortified. I was almost devastated. I was I was in hysterics. That's how what I would call that. I would call that that. I was like in tears and frantic because you never phoned. phoned, You phoned. I I I, I, anyway.
1: And you woke me up at five thirty in the morning, and I took batteries to the hotel. (sighs) (laughs) Because I nearly
0: deafened myself, and that's how I view that situation.
1: But what's interesting about that is you were really super recalcitrant and sorry and apologetic. I have tears
0: in my eyes right now just talking about it. And
1: I know part of that is because I get so upset when you forget your batteries. But when you called, there's no way I can be angry about it because I understand what the implications are. And the implications are the thing we have to deal with first. We have to get your hearing done. And then when I got there, I mean, you were just waiting in the middle of the restaurant for me.
0: I think I was at the door yeah, <laughs> when I you was.
1: pulled up. No, you are in the restaurant, but you were, I mean, it, I haven't seen you like that really before.
0: No. <clears throat>
1: not often, anyway. So that was sort of interesting. So <laughs> in a, in I a guess what I'm way. trying
0: to say is I want to be hearing all the time. I don't, if I'm awake, I want to be able to hear. Right. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't need to be without sound.
1: Now, when we talk about that, let's let's reflect on the first few weeks that you had hearing. So how would you describe the hearing that you had in the first week? Because you heard spectacularly and you heard everything and you were discerning sounds and picking them out and identifying things without help. I mean, it was really, really remarkable. Whenever we go see Shasha, the audiologist, she just smiles. She's so happy because it's just always more of the same kind of Amazing milestones and sort of that record breaking, groundbreaking kind of thing. It's success. Everyone always, loves that. We
0: always walk in there exuberant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The
0: difference between the those first few weeks and now. Yeah, yeah. I I have to say it would be difficult to compare those. While I had so much more sound information while I uh understood speech and could decipher words clearly and could even stream and 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 hear television and youtube But how do you YouTube describe blind. the sound? It's 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 extremely difficult to describe the sound. If I'm going to describe the sound difference in sound between then and now all I can say is that now everything sounds natural and normal to me this just feels like the way that you hear did did we did we talk about how we sort of discovered that that was real
1: um oh yeah no i don't know if we did did we i don't think so we have to (laughs) if if we did i apologize because i forgot because it's an awesome story so the way we okay so you're always discovering new sounds caroline will hear something or respond to something that I know she's never responded to. So it can be very jarring to me and very natural for you to just kind of all of a sudden hear something. You're like, oh, yeah, that's just something I hear. And I'm going, you've never done that. That's crazy. Now, how do I deal with this? Because you're changing your body position where you never have because you can respond to something. So one day, Caroline uh, and I were in the living room, I think, and we were just chatting. And then I farted. (laughs) And that's. and, And without without a moment's hesitation i mean not a beat you went i replicated on, on key the 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 humidity of it <laughs> the wet like the wetness the heat like you got the you 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 mimicked the sound <laughs> and the only way to know for sure that you're hearing what i'm hearing is for you to make it back and so in that spontaneous moment of just a stupid sound like a fart you made it exactly back. And ironically, that was super exciting because I realized you can hear the way people hear.
0: Right. Normally. and
1: It's, it's so bizarre, okay. but a fart is the key. We've unlocked it with a fart.
0: <laughs> so when we go back to the difference between... Maybe we should call this
1: the fart episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pardon me?
1: I can't believe you're making me your recount the story, but... Well, but but it's part of our life, and it was
0: actually kind of a, a, it was actually an epiphany, (laughs) as it were. were. (laughs) Today's epiphany. uh, Oh, it is. Oh, it is, too.
1: Today's
0: (sighs) epiphany. So weird. So it was an epiphany on that day. Yeah. Because we didn't know. Actually, what I'm hearing is actually what you're hearing.
1: Right. So- but it, it becomes that proof because the pitch was right. The character, like, you know how you can sort of get a, you'll you'll sort of go, uh, no, pfft, uh, no, pfft, uh, no, pfft, uh, no, that's not right. <laughs> that, that's the one. Makes you like think like of Maria Bamford. Yeah. I think maybe that just happens in studios a lot. You're looking for sound effects. <laughs> and so that actually happens where you're trying to make a sound. It's not quite right, but you just nailed it. <clears> and all I could think was just, I well, I couldn't think. I was just excited. Right. It was you mimic this sound. You can hear. I can hear. So So, the the timeline of the moment literally goes. Holy cow! You can hear. Yeah, exactly. And and then you're, and so you have these two little fart noises, and then you realize your life has changed. Right. And so it's hard for me
0: because it does feel so natural now and so normal, and so much a part of my identity. Now, Now I just identify as hearing, actually. Ah, I, I identify as hearing with a couple hiccups here and there, just like anybody else would have. So in a crowded room or whatever, sometimes I struggle, but we don't have to go into that. When I think back to the first several weeks of activation, the way that I would describe it is that the sound was muddy. So blurry or muddy. Huh. It it was a little bit more robotic. I didn't have the same type of fidelity Maybe I had it, but I couldn't interpret it
1: just yet. Ah, that's interesting. So, well, and there—that that is a big part. I mean, your brain is being fed a different kind of audio and you learn to interpret it. And, and I had the thought a couple of weeks ago where I thought, after 15 or 20 years of having a cochlear implant, if you suddenly had normal hearing restored, would you have to learn normal hearing? That's a question that I've always kind of wondered about.
0: Um I don't have the answer to that but I th- I think it's an it's a fascinating question and I I would be inclined to think it would take at least a few weeks to figure it out again like figure out natural sound. Yeah. Cuz this now sounds normal to me obviously but um I will say that occasionally in the evening if I'm extremely exhausted like I'm just really tired mm-hmm. My brain will take a, like, it'll get lazy and there'll be this hint of the earlier sound. The
1: clangy robotic stuff. Right. Oh, that's interesting.
0: One night, a couple of weeks ago, I, I think I was starting to fall asleep by accident on the couch. <laughs> it
1: just faded and
0: out. And this, the TV sound warbled and I was like, wow, I haven't heard that for a, a long time. And... I remember thinking, oh, the audio's bad or something. Like, what, what, what's going on here? And do you know what I did? I was like, wake up, wake up. I sort of told myself to pay more attention. When I did that, it mm. cleaned right up. Oh, it was the strangest experience because it told me that the reason I wasn't hearing normally was that my attention span was compromised. So as soon as I was able to focus. refocus right. and, and really pay attention, it cleared it right up yeah. and I, it went back to normal. But
1: when you're tired, that focus is really hard. I mean, it's really difficult to just, I mean, I watch you and you just fade. Like your head just sort of, <laughs> your eyes slowly close, <laughs> or your head just sort of drops down. And then you wake up two hours later with your, you know, your chin on your chest Going, what the heck happened? How long was I out? Yeah, and you it's always it's, a surprise. And you think it's fifteen time. minutes, and two and a half hours later? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. But it's it's a lot of work. I mean, hearing with the CI is an immense amount of work, and uh, it does. St- I, it's I I have no criticism for anybody who takes a break with their CI because I myself can't imagine, and I'm always astonished by you. So, <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Um, I think the last thing we should reflect on is the emotional stuff. And this isn't the emotion episode. We're just going to sort of reflect on the year that was in terms of the emotion. Uh, And I think probably the weirder part right now is that when we have time on weekends, things get really emotional in the house because we have time to stop and reflect and more than an hour in the evening to, to deal with each other.
0: It's really odd that often Saturday mornings, I'm very tearful. Like, most weekends, not because I'm upset about anything. The tears are primarily joy and gratitude. there there There's two things. And just the gravity of what's happened in our life and how, you know, back to the original question, is it really that different? Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, but I mean that that emotional content is is has been really um, unexpected in some ways. Because it sneaks up on you at times where you're just not expecting anything. Yeah,
0: I don't even know how to describe it, uh, other than so many things happen in my life. And I'm just talking about even when you and I aren't together, when I'm at work or on the bus or at the mall. I'm just going to give you one example Recently, on the same day, I think two people asked me for directions. One just as I got off the bus and one at the mall, actually. Uh, And I was able to provide direction for them. And afterwards, when I got home, I realized I haven't done that for several years when When somebody asks me something on the street or somebody wants to approach me, I have often sort of hoped they wouldn't open their mouth and talk to me. I've looked the other way. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I know I'm not the only one. So I get home, and I recognize that I have an opportunity to actually assist people now as opposed to the other way around. And it strikes me so profoundly that I'm actually more useful in society now. But
1: that's a given. You're 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 more able to function normally.
0: Okay, so that's emotional right there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like you're, you're literally able to rejoin just normal behavior. Nobody knows you can't hear when they ask. The strange thing isn't strangers asking you directions. That's normal. The strange thing is you being able to hear them and respond, but they don't know that. They don't know that's strange. And right. so the the uniqueness of the situation. Is really just unique for you. It's
0: invisible to others, but it's profound to me. And uh, I remember you saying to me when I told you that you said, Well, how many times do you suppose people have asked you for questions and you've, or asked you for direction, pardon me, and you've just kept walking?
1: And the answer is, I have no idea, possibly daily. Probably lots. Seriously, probably a lot. Right. Like how many so, times have I done the, you know, no, she's just looking at the at the store? Right. Every single time. Right. So
0: it's emotional because I guess mmm, this is hard to say. I guess I feel like uh a more whole person. It it has affected my very my sense of self value
1: i think that's understandable so tell me about the rabbit in the snow (laughs) that sounds so funny there's, there's just a note this is our last bit for for today and the note is rabbit in the snow what does that mean
0: uh well they're all white right now and we have so many in our neighborhood
1: it's weird this year.
0: Actually. I'm on, well, there's so there's tracks many. tracks
1: are everywhere in the snow.
0: So I'm headed to work crossing the street and I'm, I turn my head and realize I turned my head because there was a sound and it was a rabbit crossing the street, just like I was, going the other direction, about 10 feet
1: away. And what does a rabbit sound like? <laughs> little pop, nope, tiny
0: paw nope. prints in the snow, little crunch, crunch. Yeah. Exactly Really. Exactly really? like what you just said. I'm pointing right at you exactly. That's what it sounded like. There you go. Good guess.
1: That's cool. Anything else? Hearing tip of the week. Oh, hearing tip of the week. What's the hearing tip of the week?
0: Uh, it's very simple and it's for everybody. When you're talking to somebody, anybody, do them the courtesy of just looking at them. If you look at them, they can see your mouth. <laughs> and then they have a better chance of hearing.
1: Well, I, I used to get sort of accused of being a dink a lot because I would say if Caroline can't see you, she can't hear you which doesn't make sense to hearing people. But that's just life. I mean, it's, that is literally the truth.
0: It's absolutely, and you wouldn't believe how much it helps for someone who has any sort of a compromised hearing. Just if, you, if they can see their, your lips, they're going to even subconsciously be lip reading and they're going to have a better chance of, if you want to be heard, just look at that person.
1: And if it's in a dark room, add some light. Add some light. Because then they can see you. There you Please. go, that's it. <laughs> That's it for this episode of My Beautiful Cyborg. Be sure to subscribe, like, comment, uh, so more people can hear about uh, their hearing. And we're preparing for a couple of speaking engagements at Cochlear Celebration in Nashville, uh, February 14th to 17th. If you're going, we'll see you there. I'm Andrea Schwabi and thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening.